Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening and welcome to another episode of the happy hamster corner i am your host holly and i've got an extra special treat for you guys today since i have been taming linka my new hamster i've decided to do an episode on taming 101 i originally had a different episode planned for today, but I am switching things up because this is current to me and my life right now, so I wanted to share. There are a few steps that are super important to taming your hamster and this process in order to be successful in having a good bond with your hamster. So yeah, Everybody in the hamster community, whether you have a hamster or thinking about having a hamster, welcome to Hamster Taming 101. Alright, most important step. When you first get your hamster, let them settle in. Okay, I'm going to repeat that, guys. Let your hamster settle in when you first get them. This is so important. It gives your hamster time to adjust and get used to the smells and sounds and their new environment. It's so important. Imagine if somebody plucked you out of your house and plucked you into a different house and then kept knocking at your door. (laughs) You want time to settle in get used to things, put things up, get used to the new environment around you without having somebody banging down your door. Your hamster is the same way, and especially being a prey animal, they feel threatened when their situations change. So give your hamster about two to three days to a week, depending on the situation of where you got your hamster, to settle into their new environment. During this time, you can definitely talk to your hamster outside of their enclosure and that is encouraged, as well as taking some toilet paper and kind of rubbing it between your hands or on your skin and putting it in different places in their enclosure, letting them get used to your smell and they will also take the toilet paper for nesting so they will get used to your smell in their nesting area. Once you have let your hamster settle in, the next step for taming is feeding your hamster treats. Make sure you're not using something that has loads of sugar in it or is more on the unhealthy side that can be given occasionally to your hamster. Try to give something that's a more healthy snack like seeds or some of their just regular food mix that you're giving them. The seed mixtures are really good. I use Higgins Sunburst Mix for Linka. 
She really likes the sunflower seeds as well as the pumpkin seeds, so I was using those for her during this time. So I started out trying to just feed her one to two sunflower seeds. If she would take them from my hand, then that's success. Next step is after they've done that a few times, sometimes you want to spread this out to a couple of days just so you're not overwhelming your hamster. Next step is putting some of their seed mix in your hand and placing your hand down in their enclosure once they're awake and letting them come onto your hand to get the treats. If they don't come to your hand, don't panic. Just be patient. They'll eventually get curious and come sniff around. And if they don't, then just place them down in front of them and put your hand out of the enclosure. Consistency is key for taming any hamster, but just know that every hamster is different, so they have different personalities. Some may take a couple weeks to tame, some you can tame in a week, some are already, you know, used to human presence. If you get them from an ethical breeder, they typically are already tamed. So, once your hamster has come onto your hand and is distracted eating a treat, you can try to pet them gently with the hand that you have down or with your other hand. If you're worried that your hamster might bite you or get scared, you can always use a toothbrush or something to gently stroke your hamster or a little paintbrush. Just stroke their fur so that you're worried if they do try to bite, they will bite the brush and not your hand. Eventually, your hamster should let you pet them, gently stroking their back. Once they have done that, the next step is to practice lifting up your hamster. So go ahead and once they are on your hand, you can gently lift them up just one to two inches, just barely off of the ground, just so that if they do try to jump, they are not falling from a high distance if they do get scared. The next thing you can do is bathtub taming. This is what I'm currently doing for Linka right now. Bathtub taming is a great process to help you practice scooping up your hamster, getting them used to your presence, and you getting used to handling your hamster in a safe environment that, you know, your hamster's not going to escape and your hamster is not going to get out. So, to take your hamster to the bathtub, or if you don't have a bathtub, you can always use a playpen or a hamster-proofed room. Go ahead and take something that your hamster can fit into, like a big mug or a paper tube that you have for them. Let them crawl into that and then gently lift them out of their enclosure and place them in the bathtub with you. Once you have done this, they'll eventually get curious, come out, and you can practice giving treats to your hamster, bonding with them, practice picking them up, scooping them with two hands, letting them come onto your hand. They get used to your presence and you get used to handling your hamster. Once you feel comfortable in this sense and your hamster is comfortably coming up to you on your hands, roaming around everything, then you should be able to take your hamster out for free roaming if they enjoy that or having your hamster out. Also do respect your hamster's space. If they don't want to come out, please don't force them. This has a more negative effect than a positive effect. So go ahead and let them come to you. This is very important. I cannot stress this enough. 
But thank you all so much. If you want to share a tip of how to tame your hamster, send me a message on Petra the Hamster on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. I love talking to you guys and sharing your tips and tricks. I enjoy meeting all of you guys in this community. It is so fun. And that wraps up Taming 101 for today. The next thing is Holly's hamster tip of the week. All right, guys. So Holly's hamster tip of the week this week is... Insert drum roll. (laughs) No, I actually should get sound effects. That'd be pretty cool. My tip of the week is... Once you get your hamster's bedding, make sure to put it in the freezer for two days. This kills any bacteria, bugs, any type of thing that you don't want in your hamster's enclosure. But make sure to thaw the bedding out and let it get back to room temperature before inserting it into your hamster's enclosure. So that's my tip of the week, pretty simple. All right, so next thing, we have a couple of write-ins. So thank you so much, guys, for your write-ins. I appreciate your collabs. It's awesome having other people to feature on here. So Louis Winter White wrote in, Why you shouldn't get your hamster from a pet store. Now, many people think that you can just walk into a pet store and pick whichever hamster you'd like. Well, you can do that, but that wouldn't be the best option here. And here are some specific reasons why you shouldn't get your hamster from a pet store. Pet stores get their hamsters from rodent mills. So what is a rodent mill? A rodent mill is where they mass produce hamsters and breed and breed and breed that one hamster without giving the hamster a break between each litter which hamsters need in order to have healthy pups. And that's why usually pet store hamsters are more prone to issues. They breed these hamsters and don't care about the genetics of that hamster. If the mom or the pups have wet tail or any other diseases that she could possibly pass down to her pups. And rodent mills don't care about this because they just want to make money off of it. So if you spend your money on a hamster at the pet store, then they will have to order more hamsters from the rodent mill, which we don't want. But if you do have to get a hamster from a pet store, you can ask them if they have any hamsters up for adoption or they can't sell for some reason then you won't be supporting pet mills by giving them your money. If you can, get your hamster from a buy and sell websites or your local pet rescue. Please do us all a favor and adopt. Don't shop. Thank you so much, Louie Winterwhite, for your write-in. Great information about rodent mills. All right, so this next collaboration I have is from Small Paws. Small Paws wrote in all about grooming your hamster. So they wrote in grooming your hamster. Many people are stuck on what to do when it comes down to grooming your hamster. 
The first rule is you should know it is never okay to bathe your hamster in water. There are so many dangerous and bad side effects from doing this. The main one is the stress it causes for your hamster. The best way to groom your hamster is to provide them with sand baths. Sand baths are a fun and safe way for your hamster to clean themselves. You can use play sand, just make sure to bake it. No calcium or reptile sand. They love to dig and make a mess, so be ready. Some hamsters also like to poop in their sand baths. Putting the bathing sand in a small tub two to three times a week or leaving it in their enclosure all the time is completely up to you. Grooming your hamster isn't needed as much since they spend most of the time doing it themselves. If you do want to groom your hamster, you can use a soft new toothbrush and gently brush the fur from your hamster. But if your hamster seems stressed out or hates this, stop and maybe try another day or doing it in baby steps. Doing this once or twice a month, depending on the hair length, would be completely fine. Thank you so much, Small Paws. This is such a great tip. Yeah, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This episode was short and sweet. I hope you learned something about taming your hamster. If you have any tips or tricks that you want to write in to share with the hamster community, I would love to share them. I would love to have you on if you're open to coming on the podcast with me. If you're interested in that, go ahead and send me a message on Petra the Hamster on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. And if you enjoy this podcast, go ahead and subscribe. Follow it on Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars, all that jazz. Share it with a friend or somebody that's new to the hamster community. Thank you so much and I will see you guys next Friday for another episode. I have a collaboration that I'm super excited for, so stay tuned for that. And I hope you all have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend and of course as always you have a happy one guys